0: Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Elling frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek Films Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek Film, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for March 8th, 2016, we remember one of Star Trek's great visual artists, Gary Hutzel. We've lost a lot of members of the Star Trek family over the past year, and it's always sad. In many cases, we've lost those who worked on the original series, which is understandable, as we're now in the 50th anniversary year since that show premiered, and everyone is getting older. But when we lose those who are much younger, it's especially sad, and that, unfortunately, is what has happened. That's the case here with the latest loss, Gary Hutzel who passed away at the young age of 60. He died of an apparent heart attack, according to a Hollywood reporter. Hutzel was a key visual effects artist on TNG and DS9, so if you've watched those shows, you know his work very well. In the case of Deep Space Nine, he was responsible for the look and feel of the entire show all the way through. He even earned an Emmy nomination for Emissary. After Trek, he went on to join Ronald D. Moore on Battlestar Galactica, lending his talents to yet another science fiction series that is dearer to many of us. I think the aesthetic of Battlestar Galactica was fantastic. It was what, it had that realism that I like to see anyway in a space saga like that. And that's what he brought to DS9 as well to the extent that you can within the Star Trek universe and the expected aesthetic of a Star Trek show. You know, DS9 just had that little extra realism to it, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more before we wrap up here. So his work was wonderful, no doubt, and altogether, Hutzel won four Emmys on 20 nominations, almost all of which stem from different incarnations of Star Trek, BSG, and then won for Virtuality in 2009. His Emmy wins were for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Special Visual Effects for the TNG episode Conundrum, which happened to tie with A Matter of Time, in fact, and that was in 1992. In 1993, he won for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Special Visual Effects for DS9 for the pilot episode Emissary. He also won in the same category in 2007 for the Battlestar Galactica episode, Exodus Part 2, and again in 2008 in the same category for the BSG episode, He That Believeth in Me. Then fast forward to 2014, just two years ago, he won for Best Visual Effects Digital for Battlestar Galactica, Blood and Chrome. He also won six VES or Visual Effects Society awards on eight nominations. So a, a fantastic record there. Six on eight. He won for Outstanding Visual Effects in a Television Miniseries, Movie, or Special for Battlestar Galactica. That was in 2004. Then in 2007, he won for Outstanding Visual Effects in a Broadcast Series for the Battlestar Galactica episode Exodus. He won again in 2008 in the same category, for Space Battles in Season 4 of Battlestar Galactica. Then in 2009, he won again in that category for the BSG episode Daybreak. And then in 2010, he won Outstanding Visual Effects in a Broadcast Miniseries, Movie or Special, for Battlestar Galactica Razor. Then in 2011, he also won for something from the BSG universe, but not BSG itself. He won for Caprica, Outstanding Visual Effects, in a broadcast series. So a lot of honors there for the amazing work by Hutzel. Going back to DS9 for a minute, of all the Star Trek series, none had, in my opinion, a stronger visual design. What Hutzel and his team did on that show was really amazing. It's just strikingly richer and more layered than anything else in the trek world and that's in standard definition you can tell that i really long for the day when we get to see this design work in hd when i watch ds9 and i watch the lighting textures for example it's it it adds this depth to the scene that's really lacking in tng and in voyager Enterprise did it a little bit more, but none of them did it in the way that DS9 did. And I mean, the fact that it stands out the way it does in standard definition, I think really speaks to the attention to detail and the artistry behind what Hutzel and his team did. And boy, I tell you, eventually, I do think we'll get to see DS9 in HD. I don't know when, and I don't know that it will ever be on Blu-ray, but I think that eventually they're going to remaster that stuff and at least get it cleaned up to HD level. And that's going to be amazing, just really amazing. And also for you Niners out there, Hutzel was responsible for designing the USS Defiant. And he did that together with James Martin and Herman Zimmerman, one of my favorite ships, I have to say. You know, we just talked about this, Matthew, and I talked about it on the Orb, because we're doing a series about Worf and his Journey to DS9. And we just did First Contact in the most recent episode. And that's the Orb 103, if you want to go listen to it, the Orb 103. But we talked a bit about the Defiant there. We talked about the lighting and how the bridge looked in the movie and First Contact. And just great stuff there. So I, I just love Hutzel's design work. And I know so many other people do as well. And about the loss here, Mike and Denise Okuda said on Facebook... We are reeling in shock at the sudden death of our friend and colleague, Gary Hutzel. His creativity, dedication, and unfailing good humor helped make him a major contributor to the worlds of Star Trek, TNG, and DS9, as well as Battlestar Galactica, and numerous other projects that were fortunate to benefit from his genius. And yeah, I mean, working there in the art department, few people would know him better than Mike and Denise. I I wish it didn't come out when people pass away. I mean, it's not the only time that they mention these things, but Mike and Denise always have something to share when a member of the Star Trek family passes away, especially those who worked in the art department with them. And it's great to hear those things, but I I just wish it didn't have to happen because we keep losing people. But I'm glad they shared that. So, every time I do one of these memorial episodes, I always say that I hope I won't be back doing another one anytime soon. But I know that because the franchise is passing the half-century mark, I will. But I never expect that it will be for someone who is only 60. This is a really tough loss to the Star Trek family and to fans of great sci-fi. And when I see people at that age passing away... Uh, I mean, it hits close to home for me, too, because, you know, I'm 43 now at this point, and and uh, and that's not old, and 60's not old, but you just, you know, those who listen to the network know, you know, my, kind of my story about my dad and stuff, so anyway, um, yeah, I don't like seeing this, so really tough loss here, and he's going to be very missed, and all of us here at Treka Films send our sincerest condolences to the family he leaves behind, and... We can always remember him when we watch TNG and DS9. So thank you, Gary Hutzel, for all that you've given us. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. As always with memorials, I'll skip the usual end of the show plugs. But I do invite you to share your thoughts and memories of Gary and his work in our listeners group on Facebook. That's the Babel Conference. If you're already a member, you know what to do. If you're not a member yet and you want to join us over there, just type Babel B-A-B-E-L, into the search field on Facebook, and it will come right up. It is a closed group, so you need to click join, and we'll let you right on in. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in today. I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. Until then, go watch some of Gary Hutzel's Trek.